Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary, and my patron peeps. What's up, patron peeps? I'm here to put you to sleep. Uh, good night. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside uh, whatever's keeping you awake. So if it's thoughts, you know, things on your mind, uh, physical sensations... So thoughts, oh, thoughts, like yeah, from the past, present, or future, physical sensations, anything in your body, or feelings. I got those, I put those out of order as Norton, but, you know, just any feelings coming up for you. It could be changes in your schedule or your routine. It could be the, just a routine, you know, it could, I don't know. Yes, last night I said, what's up with that, uh... Uh, when I woke up, and then this morning when I woke up extra, I said, what's the, what in the, hey, 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 hey. So whatever is keeping you awake or whatever has you in, in need to get back to sleep, I'm going to try to help with that. What I'm going to do is uh, I got a safe place here, uh, laid out, uh, spaced out. It's a spacey, safe place, man, as someone has not said yet. Uh, but I would like to bring someone into our safe place and have them say that. And then say, what do you, are you, do you do a Cheech and Chong retrospective podcast? They say, yeah, man, this is a spacey, space safe place. And I say, okay, well, that's it. Okay, come on in. Um, could you, could you leave that, though, this is a safe place for everybody. So, you know, you could have a private safe place if you're going to, um, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to, uh, partake you know that's uh we have safe places set aside for that okay no i was just gonna enjoy this okay cool yeah i don't want to do i don't want to over trope it so so whatever is keeping you awake what i'm going to do is i'm going to send my voice across the deep dark nights i'm going to use lulling soothing creaky dulcet tones Pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, uh, going to go off topic and get mixed up. All to take your mind off of stuff while you fall asleep. So that, there's a couple of things you need to know right away. May, not, not right away. No rush. I try to keep no rush on a sleep podcast, uh, Scoots. Uh, but uh, what I would like to let you know about as soon as possible is a couple of things if you're new. One, this podcast really doesn't put you to sleep. It's here to keep you company while you drift off. That's why the episodes are about an hour, is to just give you time to, to, to take your mind off of stuff uh, so you can fall asleep at your leisure or you just fall asleep. You know, you're just listening to me and uh, you drift off. Now, if you can't sleep, that's the other side of this podcast. I'm here for you. I'm here to keep you company, whether you're awake or asleep. And I'll be here to the very end. Uh, once again, I almost said very end. Uh, so that's one thing. The other thing to know is you don't really listen to me or you don't really pay attention to me. You could listen, but almost like gentle, gent, is there something called gentle listening? 
I mean, it sounds like something that uh, they you, maybe I'll write a book about that. You know, I see all these books about. Well, I, I guess it wouldn't be good because I say, well, gentle listening, ways to can rekindle the fire. Gentle listening, rekindling the fire through gentle listening. A book that was never written because Scoots didn't know what he was talking about, but he came up with gentle listening. But in some sense, that is what I'm talking about. Now, gentle listening in an interpersonal relationship would be different than with a sleep podcast. So let me also delineate that. Like gentle listening might be, I would imagine, since it's an imaginary term already, if it was in an interpersonal relationship, whether a romantic or just a you know friendship or you know some sort of family relationship, you would put aside. You'd be, it would be a mind, kind of mindful listening, where you're trying to be gentle with whatever comes up inside you to interrupt your listening, which is everything for me. Like just like sleep, it says, "What are you going to do? What are you? Gonna, well, what are we going to say next?" I say, "Okay, let's just gentle listen here." Uh, it's a safe place. I'm going to listen to you. Uh, you have safe, uh, but I'm in the moment. I'm listening to this person, and I'm there for them. So that would be gentle listening in an interpersonal relationship. Uh, but in a sleep podcast, it's like it, the, like you don't have to like uh, you're just in the moment, but you're not really paying attention to me either. You're like, well, that's not bad. That uh, those creaky dulcet tones are creaky and dulcet. Um, and I don't know what he's talking about. He uses a lot of filler words and misspeaks words like uh, every fifth or sixth word. And I don't know what else he's going to talk about, but I don't really need to pay much attention either. So that would be, I guess, a gentle listening. Gentle, not li- gentle. Well, you're listening, and I appreciate that. But really, just barely paying me any attention. It takes some getting used to. So if you're new, that's the other thing regular listeners want you to know. And you can just see it on our reviews and stuff, is that it takes a couple times to get used to this podcast. So give it a few tries uh, and see how it goes and just see if it, if it, if it helps. Uh, and now, this podcast does not work for everybody, but for most people it worked for, they gave it two or three tries. Now, if you're on your second or third try and you find out it doesn't work, the day I was recording this, I was just on two, well, I was on one panel, uh, with uh, the hosts of uh, Sleep Cove, Nothing Much Happens, and Get Sleepy. So those are three podcasts. And then I also helped uh, answer some questions from my buddy uh, Harris from Sleep Whispers. So those are all sleep podcasts you could check out as well, like if Sleep With Me doesn't work for you. But I would say just see how it goes uh, at first. So, okay, so don't listen to me. I'm not here to put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company. Oh, the other things for new listeners that throw people off is like the structure of the show. And the structure really hasn't changed in a while. I mean, I'll talk about the small changes we've made, but, you know, like uh, it definitely throws even regular listeners. They say, well, I'm not sure about the structure anymore. It does serve a few purposes. And and so I'll explain it, but it's definitely different. And you could have strong feelings about it. That makes sense when something's different than you're expecting. Of course, you're going to have strong feelings. So the show starts off with a greeting uh, so that you know you're welcome here. Uh, Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, parade floats everywhere. So you're welcome. Then there's some supporter stuff and advertise, sponsorship ads, uh, and then more supporter zone. And that's one so the podcast can be there free and benefit the most amount of people. 
And that's just a reality of, of the podcast being there. And then also to support you uh, and support the members of our community. Uh, so that's that. Then there's the intro. So that, but that kind of, some people it melds into the intro. And what I mean by that is like, so that's like six or eight minutes or something. Then the intro is around 15 to 22 minutes in the, in, in the intro is where I introduce the podcast. But it's also a part of most people's wind down routine. I know there are people that fall asleep during the intro and, uh, it kind of like, or that you should, the whole idea of the intro is to give you some distance between the day and the night, because for most people, like sleep does just doesn't happen instantly. And the, for the majority of listeners, it just gives you a nice place to get ready for bed, to start your wind down, to get comfortable, maybe to do some other activity that you enjoy that's kind of mellow or passive. And then, uh, so, so that's what the, the, the intro, like, uh, but it can confuse new people or even regular listeners. They say, isn't that just like a infomercial or something? I say, no, it's something that never gets started and never goes anywhere, but it gives you a chance to get ready for bed or to brush your teeth or to pet your cat or brush your hair. Or maybe people have like those Zen gardens, like where you like kind of put the rocks or move the sand. Or some, maybe do some doodling. I don't know. So that's what the, the purpose of the intro serves, is to introduce new listeners and to help you wind down. Then there's business between the intro and the episode. That's just where majority podcast, that's just where the podcast, uh, uh, the, that's just how podcast advertising works. It's like, it got, it got to be around that time in the episode. So I guess if you wanted to skip it all together, you could start the show at like 20, 22 minutes, but that's kind of what keeps the show free anyway. So there's business, uh, and then there's uh, the story. Tonight we'll be covering the Macy's Parade. And uh, so, so like, uh, and then there's thank yous at the end. So it's the structure of the show. And it's a structure that benefits the most amount of people and that people can kind of adapt and use it in their own ways. Like I said, about 2% of people skip the intro. A lot of people listen to story-only episodes on Patreon. But this way I get to put the podcast out to the most amount of people. And then people can adapt around it. It's not this, like the, this podcast isn't necessarily meant for like listening all night. Some people do, but that's better served like uh, behind a paywall so that we don't have to worry about the bandwidth and stuff. So like uh, patrons and stuff. But anyway, so that's the structure of the show. Uh, what else do you need to know? So, oh, uh, oh, why I make the show? I make the show because I've been there. Tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. So I've been there, and uh, then like uh, like even late, lately, and I mean in 2020, I've been waking up early, and then trouble getting back to sleep. And I've been doing that hashtag laying, which uh, doesn't always work. Which is for you know just like all other sleep stuff. It's where I say, well, I'm just going to lay here calmly, because it's whatever whatever time it is that my body woke up. Uh, and I'm just going to try to lay here. No, not worry about falling back to sleep and not worry about starting the day either. Just calmly lay there. And for a while, that was really working like it had a, like a over 50% chance of success. Now we're probably under 50%. Uh, but I still lay there and then I, like, hopefully my calculator brain doesn't turn on and say, well, blah, blah, blah. And I say, okay, well, let's just lay here. We're hashtag laying. 
we're feeling our comfy mattress or listening to the fan or trying to think about something nice. In your case, you could put the podcast on, which would be nice. That would be a good time to listen to it when you're hashtag laying and listening and hopefully falling back asleep. So sometimes I fall back asleep. But not always. And then I have, you know, the, all this stuff. The reason I make the show is because I know how it feels. Uh, the frustration, the loneliness, uh, all the other feelings. So if I can help with that, that would be great. And then the, I also uh, believe deep in my heart that you deserve a good night's sleep. That our world will be a better place because your world will be a better place. You deserve a place you can get some rest. And if I can provide that for you, it's like a dream come true for me. Because I know how it feels, and I know you deserve it. You deserve some place that, that makes your life more manageable, where you don't wake up and say, well, because I know how that feels. So that's why I make the show, and I think that's kind of it. I mean, tonight we'll be doing our yearly coverage of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which this year was a chance. Uh, I did not think we would do this episode, to be honest. So long-term listeners, uh, what's up? Like I had not or had an opening in the schedule even because they said, well, they're probably not going to do it or they'll just do it for an hour. And I ended up having to sign up for a streaming service that you could record stuff on because I don't have cable. So I did that and I could just so I would have access to the parade in a flexible way. But I said, uh, then I then I didn't watch it live, and somebody said the parade was still three hours. I said, "What? Do you, really? Holy mackerel!" And then I said, "I'm really interested to see it." And in my opinion, they did a wonderful job. Uh, so I was really impressed that they did their best. And yeah, it wasn't the same as every you know, but but we you know, it was something we could really enjoy. And it's something I'm going to really enjoy recap. I mean, I won't recap it. We'll have guest hosts on like Ray and Bernie. But it'll be something interesting to talk about that you can just barely pay attention to. And that'll be here to keep you company because you deserve a good night's sleep. So that's why I'm here. I really appreciate all the support everyone gives me. All the support that people put behind the show so it can be here on a regular basis. Uh, and I'm glad you're here. I work really hard. I yearn a nice drive. I really want to help you fall asleep. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do it for you twice a week. All right, everybody. Scooter here. And we're here for our, usual, our seasonal coverage of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. This is a number of the 94th annual Macy's Parade. Now, if you haven't listened to one of these before, it'll be interesting because uh, you're, you're in for, like, this is probably towards the end of our holiday coverage. It may not be for everybody, but, you know, I'm going to try to keep it slow. There are a lot. I, I'm not actually the host. All of the famous guests throughout the years of sleep with me will be here. I guess I should explain that for peace of mind because that makes it easier to listen huh? if you're listening right now or to not listen, really, or to barely listen. So the main host is Ray, my next door neighbor, the most well-adjusted and positive person I know, Ray Perkins. And so Ray's a host, the host, and then Ray usually throws the coverage to correspondents on the like parade router covering the different segments of the parade this year. Two, one team that has been on for the last few, few years is, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Gregor and, uh, uh, I can't, oh my goodness, uh, formerly Tommen, 
I forgot. I really forgot what his real, real name was. I mean, that's his real name. I forgot if he changed his name to Jimmy or something. I really don't know. Luckily, this I'm recording this and Ray's hosting it, so Ray can deal with it. I don't know what his name was. He came to this world and changed his name from Tom, Sir Tom and to something. It wasn't Richie, and I don't think it was Jimmy either. Ah, that's Oh, Mikey, that's what it was, because he loved Goonies so much. I was hoping I would remember it, just because otherwise that would be really embarrassing. Um, So, Mikey and the Gregor. So, Mikey and the Gregor, they both used to live together in a world called Westeros as fictional characters, believe it or not. And then I have, by the power of the transverse plane and the fan fiction fantasy machine, I was able to pluck them out of a fictional world and bring them to this world. And so they've become best friends. They've lived with Ray in our world now for quite some time. The first year, uh, Gregor got carried away and didn't realize, because he, he was from an ancient fantasy world, he didn't realize the parade was... Uh, he didn't really, he had trouble set, but he's learned a lot uh, in these years in, in what we would call, I don't know, Earth, whatever, 22, you know, between the years of whatever, 2020 and other years. And we're doing this all remotely, so, but those three live together. So, and then the other set of correspondents, usually it's just one correspondent, Bernie the Butterfly, who's a butterfly that lives with me sometimes, lives with Ray sometimes. Butterfly with a bit of an attitude. That's Bernie the Butterfly, and Bernie has a surprise guest that I think a lot of people are going to be excited to hear from, so that Bernie kind of has, you know, they have that play-by-play thing. So I guess without further ado, I'll turn things over to uh, Ray Perkins for for the 94th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Hello, 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 everybody. This is your friend Ray. It has been so long since I've been in your ears. And I just want to say I'm really surprised that like uh, that we were all able to really enjoy this parade. And you wonder, it's going to be different. I don't know how that's going to be. Ray's going to have some strong feelings. We're all going to have strong feelings. What will it be like? But we were able uh, to, oh, this is breaking kind of uh, the wall. Because, yeah, we've watched parade a few times to prepare for all of you. And I did want to say, and Scooter did, I don't think Scooter did apologize. You know, he corrected someone on the beginning of the parade about that there was a stunt performer. So I think he still owes someone in our lives an apology, not to make it about Scooter's, you know, every, we're all imperfect. And I hope this year, you know, that uh, you, you found a place of good self-care and compassion and love uh, for yourself. And then that that's blossomed to, 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 to the rest of the community, you know, and realizing that as much as this podcast is here for you, uh, it means you're important. And that means the members of the community are important, just like Scooter says on the show. And we're, we're all here. We're, we're trying to be part, part of positive change. And that means being here for you on a regular basis. But Ray, you know, wants to say that black lives matter, black mental health matters. So please, like Scooter says, use the resources. Well, if you're having strong feelings when you hear, well, why is this on my sleep podcast? You know, I, I don't live like a, just to take a second and pause. And maybe read that book, uh, Mindful Erase by Ruth King. Start some rain practice in your life, uh, some meditative practice. 
start to listen to those uh, and explore those strong feelings uh, because you, your life could be fuller. Supporting the members of your community and being there for them, you know, that's all Ray wants to say. It's just take a pause. Uh, so, that, that, okay, so what was I saying? Uh, uh, sorry, Ray got a bit on. I didn't, I'm not on a soapbox because those are just facts. Uh, and, uh, you know, just like Scooter says, if I'm Ray's going to be here, I'm going to be here for you and for your neighbor as well. But so I hope you all well. We're all very thankful to be able to work on this podcast here and be here for you. You know, Ray, you know, I haven't appeared on the podcast. You know, I recorded some stuff in early 2020. But, you know, Scooter and I have really talked this out a lot. You say, well, why hasn't Ray been on the show? Maybe one of my shows will come out. But we just said uh, we're trying to be sensitive, you know. We know there's a balance between being distracting and the podcast not existing in a vacuum. And then there's this this thing that people call FOMO. And this is not this, this is a tough time for those feelings. And so that's why we haven't put out any episodes because they said, well, we don't want to push FOMO into encouraging behavior. And we don't want to pull it. You know, we want to, you know, we're here for people. We don't want to pull the heartstrings a little bit too much with the Disney parks. And as much as your friend Ray has wished he could go to a theme park, you know, it's just a fact that uh, that's not an option. Uh, at least for Ray, it's not an option and or a choice I, I'm comfortable making. But uh, so hopefully in 2021, Ray, you know, mid, I don't know, at some point I'll be visiting the parks and maybe we'll have an episode or two out from my previous trips once we're comfortable uh, with it. Because we know, we, we know I, I appreciate that you miss me and miss me being in your ears. I do. I do. So without further ado, though, what in the name of Jimmy Fallon? I'd like to kiss that cook because it opens, the parade does open with a pre-produced spot of Jimmy cooking his Thanksgiving day. Now, he has a beautiful, I would call it a cabernet suit on. And he calls, he tell, there's a great joke about Siri in there. There's an NBC7, NBC, and then it shows a turkey. Then Jimmy parades canceled. Can't do that to NBC and New York City, America, the world. They go roots assemble. Cabernet soup, I put, not suit. Uh, turkey joke. Uh, make cards. Oh, the Metro cards. They're in front of the Metro machine. It's raining. Jimmy's dancing and singing, dancing in the streets with the roots. Quest Love also has a book out. Uh, we were just talking about it before we went on air. About creativity, Hoda. What a what a package of joy that Hoda is. Uh, she's dancing in the background, off camera, and with an umbrella and just having fun, and uh, with a red raincoat, keeping it fun. Uh, distance dancing, uh, Sopa Diane distance dancing. Not sure what that means, Scooter. Uh, Questlove gets in there, cozy layers. Holy cow, are there some cozy layers on Questlove. Questlove can layer his clothes, uh, I mean, in a way that looks good and I would presume probably feels pretty good. Uh, let's see, Jimmy's white shoes. We could not identify if they were Stan Smith's or not. Uh, we'll see one more time. I don't think we're going to do it on an iPad here. It then Scooter noted that it was a stunt performer, which kind of like uh, gave pause in the moment. I said, come on, Scooter. Come on. Uh, we were watching on Zoom. 
Uh, I don't know if they are Stan Smiths. I can't quite see. The white shoes, though, brand look like the brand new. They might not be, though. Maybe Jimmy washes his shoes and does a good job. We get the brass going from the roots. Uh, uh, something. Hoda's Emmy. Pink on Squanch. Uh, Jimmy's energy. But what happens is they bring everybody out. Uh, we have uh, Hoda and Samantha. Pink on Squanch. Oh, Pink on Savannah. Scooter, what do you, what do you do? Okay. So Savannah has on a pink uh, um, uh, uh, raincoat that matches Hoda's. And I do remember that pink is a good color on Samantha. Uh, Savannah, I'm sorry. Scooter, these notes. Uh, uh, but like from last year, I think it was a hat and gloves. Uh, Jimmy's got high energy, but I don't think he had any lines. But no one can match Hoda's energy. She's got great rain boots on. She's still dancing. She's just having fun. That's the most important thing is she's just having fun. Hoda could do this uh, like uh, like my version of the podcast just fine. I don't know if it'd be sleepy. But instead of the Today Show, she could do, you know, Good Morning from the Theme Parks with Hoda. Okay, so energy, give Jimmy more lines, because he was kind of like caught in between some of the host lines there. And I don't know if they said, you just improv, but they have set lines, which I don't know. But he does, he still does a good job. Uh, now, uh, got clowns, get it giving. And then we have Al and the, what's his name? We'll figure out his name. The head of the Macy's Corporation. Amy, we're, we're thinking of you out here, okay? We send our love. Uh, we love you, Amy. That's Amy Cool. Like, uh, heart to your family. All, all our love here from Sleep With Me. And, you know, I would like a shirt that says, like, uh, where's Amy? You know, like, now where's Amy? Obviously, I know. Uh and uh, I forget this person's name, Jeff Gillette. So, yeah, Jeff Gannett. Now, he has a tough job, so I'm not trying to criticize him. But he does this thing with his hands that I'm sure the Internet was talking about. Now, what I thought of uh, was that I saw on uh, one of the socials, uh, somebody was showing me. This was a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it was in which one it was, but with the vi- short videos. There was one of Leonardo DiCaprio filming Wolf of Wall Street before a take, and he was kind of in the zone where he was just focusing. And, you know, the, what, what was interesting is, like, what is he focusing on? You know, he's getting ready for the take and, and just getting himself in some sort of zone. And it was very popular just because it was it was mesmerizing. And then he went, as soon as they said whatever action, he went into the character and it was mind-blowing. Yeah, it shows the skill of this uh, young man. And I want to say that this uh, CEO was doing the same thing, like because he, he had his hands, like he was getting focused. And I'm sure he was very nervous, and they said, don't, and it must have been cold. And I'm sure they told him, Jeff, don't mess up your mask. Like, uh, don't have your mask come down below your nose on air, uh, which he managed to mostly do. He's the chief executive officer, Jeff Gannett. Uh, and he's a very nice, so like, uh, he's a handsome man. I will say that, uh, it, like, uh, and he did a good job. He has a nice scarf on, and he was with Al. And he does a nice introduction for the parade and dedicates it to the first responders and the heroes. Then he cuts the ribbon, one cut with a gold uh, scissors. 
And the parade, and the, the, okay, so let's see. So that was good. Uh, then there's some shots of the city. Then there's the announcer. And unfortunately, Scooter did not look up who announces a parade, but it was it added a layer of familiarity. So they still had the same normal, for the most part, uh, structure of the parade, which I think was a plus. Uh, uh, so it felt familiar. They did a little preview, Patty LaBelle, Goo Goo Dolls, Hamilton, Santa Claus, uh, Matthew Morrison, uh, Carol G. You know, so they had the little teasers, shots of the city, shots of the parade. Uh, so that part was nice. Uh, then, let's see, we go, and that first ad break is there. And they come back from the ad break. We saw Ben Feldman, who one of the people who we've seen in the parade before. Who else? Uh, Chrissy Metz, uh, Sterling K. Brown. Then we get the two pros, Hoda and Samantha, Savannah, Scooter, Savannah. Hoda and Savannah, the two pros. Uh, Scooter wrote Savannah. I was just giving him a hard time. Uh, Hoda loves the sirens when they stop for the parade and they say, here we come. That's the annual arrival of the parade on the metal steeds. Uh, then we see the Macy's turkey looks a little bronze, uh, big bobbing bird, gobbling confetti. Uh, that's dedicated to the frontline workers again, like, uh, they said at the start of the parade, uh, then we had the West Point band. Uh, the flowers on the on the NBC set looked really, really good. And then I want to throw it over to 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 to, to the Gregor and Mikey for for a segment. Uh, thank you, Ray. It's me, uh, my the Greg. I'm here with Mikey. And next up was Hamilton the musical. And it was uh, as usual mesmerizing. One question we had was, uh, did, was it recorded over two, two segments? Uh, but this was pre-produced. It was good. We thought the mix was good, but other people had said, and then, Mikey, what did you want to say? I think uh, Scooter, uh, Peggy and Scooter, uh, I, uh, and Peggy reminds me of Scooter for some reason. That's what makes me laugh. Uh, and every time... I think, yes, like you said, well, yes, so, so I don't know. That's what I, every time I see Peggy, I think of Scooter. Okay, thanks, Mikey. Uh, Skyless Sisters, yeah, Mix is Good, Holy Biceps, I put uh, quite the bi- greatest city in the world, no doubt about that. Uh, and a great way to start the parade. Mikey, what do you say next? Oh, thank you. Uh, then we had Al and Root. Uh, He's with the shoe cars, uh, and he gives a great explainer about all the, uh, his glasses look good too. Oh my goodness, Al, it looks good in glasses. But, uh, he talked about the taping precautions, the weather, weather. He said, uh, something about seltzer in your pants. I didn't understand. Do you understand that? Uh, I think he was, uh, he was just improving, I think. Okay, and then uh, they did archive shots from 1924. Now, would you believe this, Gregor? Maybe we could have an adventure. Maybe Scooter, Ray's already shaking his head. Scooter does not take take podcast uh, submissions, especially from me. 
and I said, you know, I said, you know, why don't you make a podcast about me, Scooter? And he said, there's a fine line between distracting and boring. And I said, okay, you could call it a letter to my grace, because uh, he refuses to call me your grace. Um, but they they would let these balloons go, and then you would get a prize for bringing them back. Uh, wasn't that interesting, Gregor? Uh, yes, it was. Next up is a balloon called the Red Titan from a YouTube channel with uh, a kid. Uh, I don't know. Uh, balloon is Galvin. Uh, then they do a Verizon spot. It was a fake balloon. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, I think I should figure out what. Uh, I think it was about a kid who has a YouTube channel. Uh, I don't know if it's a kid that opens up presents or not, because I don't watch, I mean, I don't watch a lot of YouTube, so I mean, that's not uh, to say anything about him. It's just my knowledge. Uh, Mikey? Yeah, I think it was Ryan, because uh, it has a R on him. Red Titan, though. It's the first Sunlight Entertainment and Pocket Watch presents the alter ego of Ryan from Ryan's World. I think it could be Mikey's. I would like to have uh, something of me, but, but, you know, with me on a throne floating through the 15 gallons of red paint on his thing. I said, is that all? I've spilled 15 gallons of paint in the last few months by accident. Uh, but next up is uh, w- w- was Bebe Rexa on a gold turkey, and it was uh, with a peeping hat uh, from Genio. And the turkey had green green eye makeup. I said, that's a little bit too close to the other turkey. You should have, sp- no offense, but space it out, you know, because uh, I just feel like that uh, the other turkey was uh, just a, f- a few floats ago. Uh, but this baby Rex, uh, there was feathered dancers. She's saying, baby, I'm jealous. Uh, and I, we were all jealous, all of us. Uh, it's two turtle doves, I think, under the hat of the, the gold turkey. I don't know if you're going to sell turkey to people. Why would you make it? Then it makes me wonder. I mean, no offense, but I say, well, I don't know if I should buy that turkey because it might have ground gold in it. It's confusing. It's a, you know, I'm no brand expert, but Bebe Rexa was absolutely mesmerizing. Walt Disney Corporation uh, put an offer in, you know, for 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 something or so, James Bond or something. Because it was amazing, amazing hair, amazing outfit, so many layers of flowing, whatever that is, velour, velvet, uh, and uh, mesmerizing. I mean, we were all like, really? And and then from New York City, so that was nice. Uh, But we all said, baby, we're jealous of that hair color because it just looks so cool. And how could you, you know, I would like my hair color to match my outfit sometime if I looked like that. Uh, I don't think I would like that outfit because it just looks like it would be, you'd have to be in very good shape to wear it because it was very heavy. So, like I said, that is a cloak. but, I mean, if if you wanted to be queen of the north, uh, that would be something you would wear in the north. So I said, well, maybe uh, maybe it's possible. Uh, anyway, Gregor? Okay, there's one other note here. A great reveal. Uh, great uh, giant something. I don't know. 
I'm waiting to see it, but because of Scooter's notes, I can't read it. I mean, the dancing's good. I'm watching here. It's like uh, they have hats on and uh, somewhat tuxedos. Maybe it says great mix uh, because it did sound good. Now, now I think this is uh, something Ray's going to talk about, but it, the, usually the the pop and pop singers are probably the ones that had the hardest time without an audience. Not their performances, but that contextually it didn't make as much sense. Uh, uh, like uh, having to have them. Some people did better because they were better at the lip syncing or the mixes were better, which happens every year. But because of the audience, uh, I don't know, it added a level of difficulty. And Baby is still singing. Oh, there was some green confetti shot out of the, maybe that was it, green confetti. Great reveal is what it looks like it says, but I don't know. Piece of confetti just hit the camera. So, uh... Yeah, next up, I'm getting there because we have uh, commercials. Uh, uh, but uh, is the uh, Zeta Phi Beta dancers, uh, and they were amazing. These vests they had on, they could use those in the north. Uh, the Centennial Steppers from Zeta Phi Beta, and uh, that's 100 years as a centennial, uh, Mikey. Oh yes, I, I I liked the 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 dancing and there was people like what do you call that tumbling, and uh, I would like it's, it's like a stepping. It seems like a combination of different kinds of dancing, like uh, and it has a, such a joy to it too. And you could still see people smiling, like in their eyes, which is another thing. Is people talk about this stuff, but I say, well, I could see them smiling in their eyes, so I liked that. But it also felt like it got cause some of the things felt like they got cut short, and I felt like the the theirs was cut short. And I said, well, was that cut short? And then Al goes, he's talking about the live audio descriptions the first time. Then he goes and does a boat goes a 151 and a half size bowling shoes, a 12 foot ball. Yeah, but the ball doesn't roll, it's rolling on wheels. And then Al bumps into a pin. That was good. He He's good, that Al. And the pin is inflatable, so at least Al was able to do that without a problem. 67 million bowlers, pin guides. Oh, there was, so this was another thing I liked is that, uh, each pin had its own pin guide. That's a lot of guides for, uh, and they have to walk backwards. Thank goodness there wasn't a parade this year. I mean, come on. You can't have these people walking backwards the whole parade guiding pins. Uh, I don't, I mean, so I don't know. So I just had strong, I thought that was an interesting role. Also said, what's your budget? Uh, they said, no, those are Macy's volunteers that have to do that. Uh, that's why. And they said, okay, well, that's interesting. Okay, so all pin crash, oh, all pin crash, uh, pin guides right up your alley. Strike while the iron is hot, Al said. Then there was a performance of Jagged Little Pill. That was, uh, again, now the Broadway performances, I think they, uh, 
they, they, they were a little bit different this year because they were re pre-recorded on different days. And uh, I think some of them excelled. This one was a little bit intimate. And, and I said, uh, so I, I guess for me, it did. It, it was a very uh, intimate in a way uh, that, uh, I don't know, it, it just threw me off, I guess. I'll be honest, Greg. Okay. Yes, it was. But it's, uh, it's, uh, at the, uh, my favorite part of this performance was at the end. I mean, not because it was ending, but because the way they took the deep breaths and uh, kind of soaked in what they had sung about and, and you know, kind of talked about the emotional complexity of uh, the subject at hand and uh, and the play. And I think the dancing is really good. Uh, I'm watching it here now. And I'm just, so, yes, I mean, maybe it wasn't easy. Uh, and maybe, yes, it was an intimate moment, as uh, Greg says, but, uh, you know, the, that doesn't mean it's it's a popular show. And uh, also every shirt, the shirt on one person said, we're all human, Greg. It said, we're all human, Greg. No, I was saying it to myself as a reminder. Here's where they breathe. Uh, deep breath between the two uh, lead characters. And, uh, you know, that, that Broadway look, uh, up into the balcony or whatever. I don't know where they're supposed to, how they tell them to look, but, uh, okay. So that was that. Now we're going to turn things over. Is that it? Was that it? The end of our segment it is, uh, green clowns, turkeys, and, uh, cheerleaders, uh, Ray, back to you. Oh, my friends, thank you so much. That was a wonderful job by the two of you. I know it's not easy reading Scooter's handwriting, so, uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, we have, uh, there was also little segments with people saying, uh, like Ben Feldman, who we love because uh, he was in, in other people, but uh, of people's favorite par parade memories uh, that do shows. And next up was Wimpy Kid Greg. That's the 15th book is out. 250 million copies sold. And he's got his earmuffs on and his diary. And he's flying. It looks like he's stumbling. That's a Wimpy Kid. Then we had Blue's Clues. Uh, uh, Blue is waving. And on it is uh, Allie. Uh, Allie Brooke with Blues, uh, Blue, and uh, Handy Dandy Notebook, Friend Magenta, New Surprises 2. They actually use uh, AS American Sign Language in the episode. Every episode of Blue Schools, uh, so that's great. And then uh, from Fifth Harmony is where Allie Brooke is from. And now she's on a, uh, you know, solo career. Now she had on like a glimmering silver and white uh, with like light blue earmuffs, which were nice. She also had like some sort of hair sparkle that I said, that's, is that hair sparkle? It's very sparkly. And she's really dancing. It looks like, like right now I'm watching and I'm mute and she, uh, you know, it looks like she's nailing the um, lip syncing, but it's hard to tell. Uh, but a great job. 
Uh, but again, I guess like it's kind of hard. Like, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think if the, the float is moving or not. But I think it's just like a little bit. The, the what they could have used is a little bit more kinetic motion, because I think that it's just something jarring about the fact that the float has stopped moving. Even though some of them had dances, I don't know. It's not a good or bad thing. It was just something we noticed. You said, "Okay, you, you yeah." Uh, so let's see. So next up was a salt and pepper giraffe, a rocking horse, a flamingo. And they all had a chuckle because they said, well, these are all Macy's volunteers. Uh, and uh, there's someone riding a crab. I thought it was a crab, but they said, no, that's a lobster, a rocking horse lobster. Talk about rock lobster, Fred Schneider. Maybe it's not Fred from, is that, who is, it? is that Fred Schneider's, the actor or the singer? No, that's Rob Schneider's, the singer. Okay, Ray. Ray's talking to himself just like Scooter. Smile, Parker, Haynes, fish hats. Uh, smile, Parker, Haynes, fish hats. Scooter, I wonder what that means. Uh, this uh, I, I got no idea what that means. Uh, Oh, they had fish hats. Okay, I see that there. Oh, and a smile mask. Okay, that's nice. Okay, I see what you're saying, Scooter. Then we had the NYPD Gotham Band. And they did a good job, but they were also cut short. Uh, And uh, the New York Police Department Marching Band. and they were they're doing local favorites, uh, and they also do this parade segment, which we thought was very nice. Uh, next up after that, we had Paw Patrol and Chase, uh, 43 feet tall. They have a movie coming out next summer, so be on the lookout for that Paw Patrol movie. Uh, then we have uh, Al... In the big, ba- I thought it was big baby, but it's boss baby. It's a big baby. That's a boss. So it's a reality. And they kind of talk about Verizon, 61 degrees. Don't wake the baby. Mario Lopez was hosting on Verizon. Scooter wrote down the number 56. I don't know what that's for. Also, I said, is Al limping a little bit? Uh I don't know. Uh, I thought Al was limping. I said, Al, are you all right? You need me to come uh, help? help? Al looks great with his suit, though. And he had layers on. He had a raincoat. You, you know, you, I wonder if they have clothes at work or something to be prepared for what the weather could be like. Oh, then they do segments from all the parades, and then they, they all get to participate in the parade. So we had the pride parade first. And uh, they're going to be in the parade later, or representatives of them. Then the uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade uh, is next. So then they had that and some representatives from that parade. So then we had the West Indian Day Carnival Parade, uh, which I think is Labor Day. Uh, then the Puerto Rican Day Parade. A lot of these parades I've been to is like uh, some of my, my favorite parades. Uh, uh, then the Mermaid Day Parade, or just a Mermaid Parade. I think I don't think it's a Mermaid Day Parade. I think it's just a Mermaid Parade from Coney Island. 
And I want to say there's like a version of like there's a mime like there's so many different versions of stuff of these more artsy fun parades. And the mermaid parade is the next one up uh, from Coney Island, and they get to march in the parade. And uh, the splash of the annual mermaid parade, the nation's largest art parade, and led by its founder. They also have a rolling chair with uh, the key to Coney Island, ancient mythology and secret rituals of the seaside. And riding the 1920 uh, boardwalk rolling chair, Pulitzer Prize uh, playwright Lynn Nottage. There's also a lobster that can't see, according to Scooter. They had mustache masks, which are very cute. They have uh, another thing that looks like a part of a carousel. And then we go to commercial. Then we have Sesame, like a Sesame Street talking about. Every, they, they do a Zoom, which I thought was very good. Uh, so they do a Zoom. It's very cute. Oh, boy, is it cute. Ever durable. Wampana. Why does that say that there? But they talk about believing, believing next year. They all do a dance. Uh, very cute. Uh, then we go back to Hoda and Savannah. They're saying happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh, how fun it was to hear from Sesame Street. And ever durable Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And then they did, uh, they had uh, some indigenous ambassadors, uh, uh, tens tribes people for, to do a traditional Wampanoag song. It was a language that had been around for 12,000 years. Uh, and uh, finally is getting a renaissance uh, after been silenced for more than 150 years. And then they do a land acknowledgement, uh, because they said this is this is not, uh, you know, to to, to acknowledge who, whose land uh, this parade is really being performed on. It's a beautiful, beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, blessing and presentation, and uh, really heartfelt. And this is something I said. Well, did they do this last year? They should do this at the beginning of the parade. And they acknowledge the land belongs to the creator, but was given to the first people. And that the first people are still here. Let's not forget that. That's an important thing to acknowledge as well. So that was a beautiful thing. But then it's followed up by Escape to Kalahari, which is the indoor theme park. Family owned, open for 20 years. I said, that thing's been open for 20 years? And I guess they're just opening another one somewhere. And I'm sure, you know, sure it's not an easy time for a business like that. So, we, you know, it's family run. And Scooter and I went to the restroom there one time. We didn't go on the rides. We just used to, we wanted to see what it looked like. And it has, uh, oh, and something Texas opening one. Uh, they have a confetti blowing elephant. Uh, very great colors. Uh, and then AJR performs Bang, alternative rock, I guess. Uh, and they do a pretty good job. Uh, they, they're into it. They seem to be having fun. I guess the brothers, uh, 
Then we get a performance by the the Ain't Too Proud, uh, the Temptations musical doing My Girl. Beautiful, beautiful uh, song, singing, uh, performance. But also the colors of the jackets with the little uh, pin, not pinstripes, but the stripes on the lapels. And actually, they do a little bit of a melody that, that uh, so it's a little bit more than just one Temptation song, which was nice. Uh, then we get, uh, I guess I got to turn it over. But next up is a performance uh, from the West Indian American Day Carnival Association from the parade we spoke about earlier. But now I want to turn it over to Bernie the Butterfly. Thank, thanks, Bernie the Butterfly here. And there's a beautiful butterfly. Oh, boy, is it a butterfly. One of the biggest, it's a, it's a, it's a costume, it's a headdress, it's a gown. It is this multi-layered butterfly uh, in a carnival style. So many layers, so many colors. It has its own... Uh, uh, it has to have its own wheels and everything. I can't believe this person is doing it and they're still dancing. Uh, made me a little bit tired. Also, all the other performing, very fun. I think this was a pre-produced one. Uh, steel drums, everything. Then we go to Al. He's uh, on doing a little more behind the scenes over there. And the butter comes up and messes with him like last year. I don't know if that was a new thing last year that they said, we got to get this butter guy back to harass Al or if last year was planned out. Uh, but he said, get butter spread out. Get out of here before I melt you. Can't shake him. Uh, he's spreading his joy everywhere. Get out of here. Get Hit the road, butter. Uh, so he does a little bit of behind the scenes. Can't shake him. Then we have SpongeBob and Gary, 16 years old, uh, and they got a new movie on the run and a new show, uh, Camp Coral, it's called, like a young, you know, prequel of uh, SpongeBob the prequel. And then I got to turn it over to my partner here. Uh, can you introduce yourself? Oh, it's it's so exciting. It's me, Stan, Sco Scooter, Scooter. It's me, Stan. I get to be here on the parade. Uh, I'm a little bit, I'm a bit nervous, so I just might not. I, uh, Scooter, Scooter, can you hear me? Scooter can't hear you because we're recording this. Uh, and we're supposed to be talking about the uh, parade. Uh, uh, nice to meet you, Stan, by the way. Oh, you're, are you a butterfly? I've, I've, I've never seen a butterfly in person. So, oh, it's so exciting. Okay, I'll, I'll just do, why don't you process how exciting it is to be with me over here. Next up was uh, uh, the Entenmann's Bake Shop from 1959. They invented the see-through cake box. Uh, and uh, the Sophia Carson's up there performing uh, Baby, Yes, I'm a Liar, some Baby, You're a Liar. Uh, the mix was a little bit off. Uh, uh, but uh, it was still pretty good, a good performance. And uh, I don't know if I could share the stage with this. Stan. So, Stan, what, what did you think of your first parade? Well, I I I uh, I loved it. Uh, it was uh, I've never watched. So you watch a screen with a parade on it. Yeah, you do. 
Oh, wow, it's quite, uh, yes, for me it was very nice. Okay, Stan, why don't you look at what's next up? Okay, so there was Olympians talking about holiday joy and how the, the limitations that they, that then they love, uh, they, and then there was Tom and Jerry. Scooter, I, Scooter, I wish you were here with me. But uh, Tom and Jerry are a cat and a dog. No, it's a cat and a mouse. Oh, oh, that makes more sense. And it's a cat and a mouse, and they're having adventures together. But the, one of them is very accident-prone, so it reminded me of Scooter. Well, that's certainly right there. You got that right. Uh, yeah, they had a liquid, uh, liquid or something. Uh, Jerry had a drone, uh, some helium, and one of those rolling things. Uh, Stan, why don't you try to compute what's up next? Oh, so next up was the St. Patrick's Day uh, parade and uh, Scottish Pipes. It was the Emerald Society, and they did uh, America the Beautiful, which is from the FDNY, uh, the pipe and drums. And the scooter, did you know that that can be heard from 10 miles away? Again, Scooter's not here, Stan. Uh, but uh, it was so great. That's great to know. Did you see the trolls? Stan, do you know how big the hairdos are? They're 12 feet. Yeah, and the, what's the name of the trolls movie coming up? Uh, Trollatopia. Okay, this is going to work, I think. So next up was a, 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 a what would you call uh, the name of the next float, Stan? Uh, Rexy's Coach. Okay, great. And then oh, to back up, what, if you were a troll, what would you take for public transportation? A catabus? Oh, this is, is this fun? Are we having fun? Oh, uh, yeah, we're kind of having fun, I guess. This is, uh, now if you were going to put somebody on a coach float to perform a song called Dreamcatcher, and it was someone who recently did the VMAs, which I can't even believe still exists. Who would you hire, uh, Stan? Oh, could you, there, there was a golden T-Rex statue that moved its head with a pink, pink hat. Also, I would probably hire Kiki Palmer uh, to sing. Oh, gr- great job. Uh, it's a sparkling light show. You know, Kiki Palmer got, uh, was on uh, a couple sitcoms. And uh, this great dancing there, and I really enjoyed Dreamcatch. I thought it was uh, would be a good. What would be the song in the parade that most likely fits uh, with "Sleep with Me," uh, Stan? Dreamcatcher. Yeah, and this kind of float actually looks a bit like you would have one. For, it's like pink uh, and purple, sparkly, a little bit surreal. It uh, has some reality, but it's pulled by a. Uh, not not a dinosaur, but a, like a toy T-Rex, like a model, like one of those ones you would make out of. If you bought it, Stan, what would it be made out of? Balsa wood. Wow, we'll make, uh, Stan, I think we're making good partners over here. Now, Stan, what would you say next if you were uh, up, uh, I'd say that the rain had stopped, uh, which was nice, and 
uh, say, make sure to thank, uh, if you were the host of Savannah and Hoda. I think Hoda is very, uh, I love Hoda. Yeah, everybody loves Hoda. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know anybody that doesn't like Hoda. I mean, sure, there's people out there, but they don't listen. They probably don't like the podcast either. But what else would you say if you were them? Well, thank New York and New York City for the support at pulling off the parade. And then I don't know what I would do. Okay, well, next up you'd go, uh, well, holy mackerel, Scooter was spinning with joy because Grimace and Ronald were up next. And Scooter loves Grimace. And this Grimace looks like Grimace just got out of the wash in a good way. Grimace looked very, very good. I'm sure that on the parade route, normally, Grimace picks up a lot of lint and moisture. So just having, and Ronald looks pretty tight too, but uh, uh, it was good. And uh, um, Stan, do you have any facts about uh, uh, the anything? Oh, I do. Ronald's shoe would be the car. The shoe car would be a 29 triple E. Uh, or maybe that's what, uh, or what's Ronald the balloon would wear. Ronald's position is a chief happiness officer. This balloon has been around since 1987. Oh, no, this is the fourth design. The first design was in 1987. But they've had a 30-year partnership, and Ronald McDonald House does a lot of good. Okay, thank you over there. Next up was Al uh, and uh, Miss America. And they did a good job communicating and using body language. Uh, she had a great mask on. But the only thing was those friggin' wet towels behind her that somebody hung up. Uh, and I said, yo, there's friggin' wet towels behind Miss America over there. Can you move the camera? to?" They, they tried at first. And uh, then they just moved for a better look. Maybe somebody was distracting them. Or maybe they were trying to get a better angle. But, uh, yeah, I said, does, and, and I think the camera person knew it, but then they were overruled. Uh, so, I don't know. Lots of body language, wet towels, 63 degrees. The warmest day was 69 degrees. Oh, sorry, Stan. Uh, Stan, what facts can you tell me about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles over there? Uh, I could tell you they've been in the parade for 36 years, uh, and, uh, probably in many different formats because this, these are very modern turtles, uh, Mikey, Leo, and, uh, whoever the other one is, uh, it was exciting to see. And then they have uh, CNCO. Now, this was the most, just, just uh, don't mind me going, Bernie. Uh, CNCO was ready for their, uh, they were one of the most prepared because they had earpieces in and uh, they, they had, they were able, they, they had a kind of a pre-planned, rehearsed performance. I think with more people, it's easier too, because you can play off each other. And take turns. And again, there's that kinetic motion. They had steam. They had the dancers. They had wind. But yeah, they didn't all have to be out of the focus at one time. So they took turns. And they did a great job. Uh, Bernie, I know you like boy bands. What did you think of this? I, I, I loved it. I said CNCO. Count me as a fa super fan now. 
I mean, you know, like uh, they're not going to be number one in my heart, but uh, I was very impressed with the fact they gave it to all. That's the key for me is that you can't pretend like you're too cool for school or something. If you're going to show up at the friggin' parade, show up at the friggin' parade. So they were prepared and in sync. Yeah, and those earpieces really worked. Uh, uh, then we had uh, the uh, Pikachu uh, and uh, da- nine Pikachu dancers, which was very cool. The Red Cap uh, Snowman, which had been in the parade for 20 years. Then we have the joyful performance from the PR Day Parade, as Scooter put, but the Puerto Rican Day Parade. And then, Bernie, we have to throw it back to Stan, how the boy band has been on. Okay, thanks, everybody. Thanks, CNCO. Ray, take it away. All right, everybody, this is Ray here. I'm going to really poetic it down for you, your friend Ray. It's good to be in your ears here. We had uh, Ole... Fearless female astronauts, STEM and LED lights, uh, 2030, Carol G with the band. Uh, her nails uh, looked good against the white. Uh, then we had the Snoopy, uh, the high beagle, the longest running, space traveler, STEM education. Musical, One Night Only, Tina Fey, Thursday, Mean Girls. This was definitely one of the highlights of the parade for me uh, because uh, uh, I just love this musical. I know all the songs. Uh, It's a very, this song in particular is like a James Bond song. Felt like it was live. I think it was live. Or else the mix was perfect. Regina George. Uh, and then we had uh, a little shot of John Legend, Jane Lynch, Lester Holt, Holy Voices, Deirdre Hall, Nick Jonas. Uh, then we had Al on the set, Boss Baby, Promotion, uh, Balloon Moving. Oh, boss. Oh, we said the cars moving the balloons. 540,000 cranes in a cray case. New York life toy horse. 175. Yours key life moments. Love in action. Darlene love blowing kisses. Marshmallow world which may have been the first, one of the first Christmas carols of the parade. Uh, then we had a, hand, a green giant and a little, little uh, green sprout eating corn. Brett Young, there's a windmill. Brett Young had good hair. And we get a little balloon behind the scenes. Uh, we see the balloon by uh, Yayoi Kasama. Beautiful sun balloon uh, that flies up to the sky. My eternal soul. I guess they did a preview of that last year. Maybe we saw it flying somewhere else, but it wasn't in the parade yet. Uh, uh, She's 90 years old, so that was a bravo. Uh, Al has a little uh, vocal stumble. He recovers. Uh, Then from the Pride Parade, we have the Lesbian and Gay Big Apple Corps. 
They performed Dancing Queen. That was having, we were having the time of our lives dancing to that one. And you really, if you, you, this is the kind of things you get to appreciate when the parade's a little different. You see, wow, those drums and xylophones really make a big difference. Uh, then we have wall dances, a tightrope walk, a juggler uh, from the Big Apple Circus, uh, slowly something, Scooter wrote. Uh, Smokey the Bear from 54 years ago and Mount Rushmore. Al gives a shout out to Twitter on there from South Dakota. And we had Lauren Alana uh, singing. That was nice. Uh, Baby Dinos Are Shy, a trio of Sinclair Oil. Ten Years to Full Size. Uh, the Dino, the most famous Dino. Apatosaurus at the gas station. Then, holy moly, Patty LaBelle, the godmother of soul, singing the most wonderful. So we had back to back to back to back, I think, almost. Uh, we get Darlene Love, Patty LaBelle. This was, to me, this is Mount Rushmore for you. Uh, Darlene Love, Patty LaBelle, and then coming up, uh, so, Patty LaBelle saying, most wonderful time of year, great stage, good dances. Then the Lego Dragon, Turkey Brick Changer, Lego Art and Scene, 21 different skills. Christmas All Over from the Goo Goo Dolls, uh, 45-foot Nutcracker for Universal, which we were there last year to see this in person. Well, Balloon like it. Uh, then, uh, pink butterflies, ribbon dances, poppin' fresh doughboy, uh, happy start of the baking season. Then we get a little parade studios behind the scenes, 50,000 hours to make this, uh, work. Uh, 363, 360 degree view in mind, uh. The Cracker Barrel Float, uh, Oil Lamp. This is behind the scenes fireplace. Then we go to Nashville. And there we have it. Holly Dolly Christmas. A heroine in our midst. Uh, the great Dolly Parton. Uh, she was singing. She was talking. She said, are you ready? It, it was like a pause. Uh, she dances. The lights go out. And she says, yeah. Uh, Little float, quaint, uh, snowball fight, seven days a week, a lifetime. Dear Christmas from Tori Kelly. Oh, that's a special. Tori Kelly saying the 25th, that was a song. There's a person stuck in a mountain, though, on that float. It was funny looking. There's lights and light poles and garland. A nice float, though. Very nice float skirt with icicles. Uh, then there's an elf in the, oh, then there's the elf in the fetal position that said, too much watching this year. Everybody's home. And we said the elf's report would probably be like a sleep podcast. Uh, best-selling book, they said. I said, the elf is always watching. Is that the name of the friggin' book? Uh, then we had a, the Dr. Seuss musical, which I also saw in Universal last holiday season. Who likes Christmas? Then the only ad I caught was this John Goodman Fisher-Price ad, Let's Be Kids. It was great. Uh, 
then a commercial, like, a, oh, no, not a commercial, a float from Central Park from Delta with a ballet, a dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy, Ashley Boudet uh uh was the dance a beautiful beautiful oh what a nice moment uh one of the another one of the highlights uh and i mean not that it does have to be the best spots but uh, well, you know uh in love patty labelle dolly parton the ballet we're all up there then there's some elf and balloons in Dua from the christmas chronicles which i still haven't seen so i gotta see that your friend ray has to see that movie and then Darlene, uh, Love in uh, in the Christmas Chronicles. Then we have Pentatonics, uh, Pentatonics. So Ray, Ray, I get it mixed up. Pentatonics, Pentatonics. It, it that means like uh, uh, beautiful music in my ears. Uh, but we shout out to Scotty, who's always been nice to the podcast. Uh, I don't know if Scotty still listens, but much love to Scotty either way because this was a beautiful one. And again, they have parade experience, but I don't know if it was the camera or that there was five of them or that they had headsets in or, you know, that they're just used to it. But like much like a couple of the other bands, they were ready to go and they just did a great job. Like, uh, and it almost felt like they were really singing or maybe the mix was a little bit better. I don't know. They were on a Hallmark float, uh, which was kind of like a, a stairs advent calendar. I also think it is a matter of being closer to the camera, uh, but they were really ready to go. And we love Scotty here. We love all of them. Uh, acapella, acapella or not, uh, you don't have to be acapella for us. Uh, but they sang a few of my favorite things, which they were my fa- one of my favorite things. Now, there was one thing that did win the award, but uh, they were close. Uh, then there's... Uh, Something, a clown to the camera. I don't know what Scooter's saying there. Uh, then there's a commercial, and uh, we come back. Oh, there's the uh, animated Macy's song. So I don't know what, oh, close to the camera. Scooter was trying to figure out why that was so good. Then there's an animated, the Macy's singers uh, singing about togetherness and hopefulness, we believe. Uh, with some great animation. Not as good as seeing the Macy's people in person, but I understand it. Then this was the the winner. And again, I think it's because of the slower pace. We had a little bit more time. It was the end of the parade. This, uh, the Rockettes, and, and normally I don't think the Rockettes have ever won from Ray. Not that that's right or wrong, but this performance was just, you should watch it. Look it up. Uh, give yourself a set aside five minutes to sit down and relax and watch this precision dancing. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, it was uh, the March of the Wooden Soldiers. Is that what you officially call it? I don't know, but uh, so well, so well laid out and planned. I think it even had an act structure. Uh, Parade of the Wooden Soldiers, they had amazing masks on, great turning. Normally you'd watch it at the Radio City Music Hall. Uh, but oh boy, it was, it was so good. 
and yeah, they went, they won uh, act of the year. I mean, that's, and this is, you know, rare company dancing pucks. And I don't know what else uh, has even won. And they even had, uh, sound effects, uh, best of the parade. Wow. They give pats on the back. Uh, and then we had now this year, the, the final float only featured Mrs. Claus setting a great example. I did not see Santa Claus on this float uh, because I think maybe they're making the way for Roberta Claus and people like Mrs. Claus, who was wearing a mask and setting an amazing example there, and all of her friends and workers and reindeer. And she probably said, Santa's probably busy. You know, well, I'll take take the reins of this thing and wave at everybody. So we missed Santa in the parade, and they did have a stand-in, but... Uh, it was in the elves like waving and the outfits and there was candy canes and everybody was setting a great example. So they closed it out. Mrs. Claus closed out the parade in such a, such a good way. I was so like in a candy cane with a candy cane mask. I like that. There was one thing that I said, Who, what is that? Uh, and they, so yeah, it was good to see Mrs. Claus uh, saying to everybody, hey, this is how we do it. Uh, this is how Mrs. Claus does it. Uh, and a great end to the end of the year. So thank you all for listening to me. Missed you, missed being in your ears here. And it's your friend Ray just saying good night, happy holidays. And I'll see all of you soon. I'll be dancing in where I am. You dance where you are. But our hearts will be dancing together. Okay, good night.